Beautiful day in the neighborhood. First name Donnie, last name's Glover. Ended the winner for the long haul. Baby! How you live in Baltimore? All right, we want to uh, see what we got here. Okay. Uh, Marsha, you want to grab our first guest? I think it's, uh, first of all, let's bless this show. Dear God, thank you for another day. Thank you for waking us up. Thank you for life. Thank you for the ability to move our fingers and toes. Thank you for the running water. Thank you for the electricity. Thank you for those things that we take for granted each and every day. Thank you for our loved ones. And bless those who have gone on in the mighty, matchless, and majestic name. We say hallelujah. Amen. Okay, Marsha, we have Stephanie Hill with us. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? How are you, Donnie? And I say amen to that. Amen to your prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Marsha, we have the Black Engineer of the Year Awards coming up February 13th. Through the 15th? Correct. Shall Yes, in Washington, D.C., in the Marriott uh, Wardman at uh, Woodley and Connecticut Avenue. And we're really looking forward to all of the folks out of Baltimore to come over to the job fair, which is uh, February 14th and 15th. And there's no charge. You just need to go up to www.bea.org. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, Marsha. Good morning, Donnie. Good morning. <laughs> so I'm so happy to be here with you this morning. Well, we're happy to have you. Stephanie Hill is the Senior Vice President, Enterprise Business Transformation. And this is at Lockheed Martin, and she's responsible for developing, it's amazing, developing strategies and implementing integrated cross-functional solutions that transform operations through technology, culture and processes to deliver business-based outcomes and she has more than 4,700 professionals working with her to make this happen and uh, if you go up on bea.org you'll see her full bio but Stephanie you were also the black engineer of the year one year and you're from Baltimore yes that's very important talk to us about STEM and how you decide how you even got to be thinking about STEM and you went to UMBC. Yeah, go retriever. Go retriever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Martha, this is a topic near and dear to my heart and Bea is an organization that is doing amazing things in this space and I know we're going to talk about that, but I call myself an accidental engineer. Uh, I was uh, always good at math as a student all the way from elementary to high school, but I didn't know any engineers. I didn't know that that was even a career option available to me. And my parents were professionals. They were college graduates. And I knew a lot of professionals, but I didn't know any engineers. Mm. So I actually took a class. I was going to major in uh, accounting, get an accounting certificate and become a certified public accountant because I knew that you needed to be good at math to do that. <laughs> and so I, I enrolled in UMBC and majored in economics, getting this uh, accounting certificate, and took an elective course in COBOL. I decided to get out of my comfort zone and try something new. And I took that COBOL class, and I know some folks are kind of laughing at me because COBOL is an old, old language. Okay. Uh, but at that time, it was really relevant. And it, I just fell in love with it. And I decided to pursue a career in engineering. And I'm so grateful that I did because the kinds of things that I have been able to work on, the kinds of systems I've been able to work on, have literally just changed people's lives, saved people's lives, and protect our freedom. 
And I know that I wouldn't have had that kind of experience had I not taken that class and decided to pursue a career in engineering. And I think we've got to share very broadly, which is what Bayer's mission is, the idea that this is one of the most exciting fields you can possibly enter. I know I feel that way. But I think what's really interesting for women, quote unquote, math is not was not supposed to be, <clears throat> excuse me, the most critical thing. A lot of women weren't following that path or seeing themselves as engineers. How did you break that myth? Well, for me, I didn't. I I didn't have that as a as a backdrop. I was always good at math and always loved it, and so that wasn't it for me. But I'll tell you what I tell all of the parents of children, and particularly the parents of young girls, uh, because I guess it's still by second grade, uh, girls have decided whether or not they're good at math. And you know, it's second grade. You're not ready to decide whether you're good enough, good or not at anything. So I think one of the things I have heard mothers do who might not have been good at math, or aunts do, is they say, "Well, I wasn't. I was never good at math. Get somebody else to help you." We can't say that. I mean, I've offered to some of my friends who may not have been as good at math and have daughters. Don't say you're not good at math to your daughter. Say, "Get on Stephanie to help." <laughs> And never, because when we give our young our young people license, because we say we're not good at something, they internalize that and they believe they're not good at it. So we just got to stop perpetuating that thought process. Because well, well, let me I, tell you this, Stephanie Hill. My yep. daughter came home with a 3.0 after the first semester. She said, I worked, first she asked me like I was going to validate the 3.0. When she she has three A's in her middle name, so does my son for a specific reason. Anyway, she, she, she came back with, well, I work two part-time jobs and I run a business. First priority, Dr. Phil Lee, is that education. There you go. So there you go. the goal is 4.0. The goal is 4.0. Absolutely. The Period. Goal is 4.0. I agree with you. That's what my daddy said. He said, look, I brought a 95 home and he asked me where the other five points were. That's my daddy. <laughs> That's great. That's great. But, you know, I think that's really one thing that's also really important. Not only are you managing a huge, what is the actual budget for the division that you're running? Yeah, so we, so from a uh, publicly perspective, I can't disclose that yeah. because we don't disclose it at that level. So yeah. I, I'm not allowed to tell you that, but it's, oh, okay. it's a nice size. How about it's that? a nice size. <laughs> it's, a, it, it's, it's a very nice size. And if you have a global employees of 4,700 plus, so... What I also wanted to acknowledge was that you have been uh, one of the most powerful women in the country by Black Engine, Black Enterprise. Yeah, that was an exciting honor, and it was so wonderful to celebrate with the other corporate executives who were also honored. And I'm going to tell you, being a part of that ceremony and seeing other African-American executives in the space was so motivating and so inspiring. And if you think about BEA, that's what BEA does mm -hmm. for students. You know, there's a uh, saying that we're all familiar with, if you can't see it, you can't be it. Right. And what BEA does, just like in the, you know, as a senior professional, when I got that award, it was wonderful to see so many people and that, you know, you could reach out and talk to. For, with BEA, the students get to see role models and examples because one of the reasons that if you go back to me being an accidental engineer, I didn't know any because there there weren't any. There still right. aren't, you know, and so we need, there still aren't in our communities as many role models of engineers for our young people to look up and say, okay, you're there so I can get there too. When you have the Bayer experience and you go to this conference, there are role models everywhere. And the power of this is that these role models 
a willingness to talk to the students and help share their stories, share some of their challenges and how they overcame them, and give the students actionable things they can do to pursue this amazing career. So when they hit the career fair floor, and you're going to have a lot of, Lockheed always has a great big booth and a lot of representatives there to talk to people. What would be three things that you would want the parents or children to say to the people, your, the representatives from Lockheed at your booth or at any of the other booths? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, before I answer that question directly, I want to say this. We're going to be at the conference. There will be many companies at the conference. There will be career sessions. There's seminars for students from elementary to high school and college students, seminars to help you work on things. Uh, there's a job fair, and that's where I'm, I'm going to give you the tips. Our booth will be on Saturday giving away an iPad. So everybody come to our booth by 3 o'clock, but you should come there before then also. But when you come for all of the students, bring a complete resume free of typos. That part's really important. Bring a complete resume free of typos. Dress professionally. Come, you know, like I said my daddy used to tell me, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. And if you don't have a job, come dress like you have that job. Dress professionally. And network as much as you possibly can. You want to talk to all of the folks who are from the different companies and learn and share. And you also want to talk to the fellow students who are there to build your network. Here's one other thing I'd like to share. You said three, I'll give four. I, it's really powerful to think about a story that you can share, something about an accomplishment, whether it's in, your, in a class, whether it's been in an internship. Think about that and share it so that some people will remember you. We are hiring. We are making same-day offers. We are hiring for over 200 jobs and internships in this conference. I mean, people coming prepared just like I shared uh, with the right skills have an opportunity to be given an offer from Lockheed Martin on the spot. That's powerful. We need our students to come out. That's really powerful, on the spot hiring. But also those middle school kids have an opportunity to see people who look like them and they can then start seeing themselves there. They're not only on the job fair floor, but they're also sitting in those um, seminars. So, so let's get the who, what, when, where, and why. The who, what, where, when, and why. So February 14th and 15th, we will be at the Marriott Woodley. It, it's Wardman Towers. It is on the corner of Woodley and Connecticut Avenue. And for clarification, and, and it's, the career fair is the 14th and the 15th. Correct. The day, uh, is actually three days. It's 13th, three days if you're going 15th. to participate. If you're going to participate in all of the programs and actually have a paid registration, but to come to the career fair at no charge, the 14th and the 15th. And for those of you here in Baltimore or in the greater DMV area, you can jump on that red line and get off at Woodley and be right there at the foot of that hotel. And you can register online, www.beya.org. Stephanie, any last thoughts that you might want to say? Because this has really been great. I wish we had the whole hour because there's a lot more we could talk about. I, I do, too. You know, I really hope our young people attend this conference. This is such an opportunity to meet African-American engineers and scientists who want to share their stories. And hopefully uh, we'll be able to take advantage of this. I have brought my children for many, many years when they were in middle school all the way through high school. I brought their friends with me. This year I'm bringing a busload of students with me. And many of those folks that I brought to the conference have gotten those same on-the-spot offers. Wait, you've been so, coming to the conference before you were an engineer? I've been, no, I've been coming to the conference 
for a long time. Okay. After, yeah, from, for about, uh, nearly 30 years I've been going to the conference. So before but, you were famous, you've been coming. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm still coming now, it's before I was famous. I'm still waiting for that, like you, Donnie and Marcia. But, you know, what? here's one thing I want to leave with you. We need these young people to come to the conference because we need these young people on our talent pipeline. The U.S. is at a crisis level when it comes to scientists and engineers. We need you. We need your voice. We need your input. We need people from every background, and we're here to hire you and help and give you the support. So come, come, come. I want to say one more thing, and then I know Donnie's going to literally kick me out of the studio. But I want you to cut your mic off. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so, but what I want you to please do is give remarks to teachers, principals, and parents what they should be doing in the preparation for their children to be part of this pipeline that's so critical that you know so much about. Encourage the young people in their purview to join those first robotics leagues, to look at some of the STEM camps and after-school programs, to bring engineering into their classroom, to bring engineers into the classroom, and to apply for, Lockheed Martin has STEM scholarships, $10,000 uh, for 200 students, and we just announced this year vocational scholarships for students who might not want to go to that four-year degree, $6,600 for 150 students. You can apply up to March 12th. These are enablers for getting our students exposed and into STEM fields. Good deal. We love and respect you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you.